Luke chapter 21 verse 34 But watch yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. In Luke chapter 21, Jesus foretells the destruction of the temple, of wars and persecution. He tells of the destruction of Jerusalem, and he also tells of the coming of the Son of Man, his return. In the last half of this chapter, Jesus is sharing with the disciples the signs of his return, which leads him to sharing the parable of the fig tree. And then in verse 34, he is warning them to watch themselves so that on the day of the coming of the Son of Man, on the day of the Messiah's return, that they would not be taken by surprise. The main word that sticks out is dissipation. What is dissipation? Dissipation is basically behavior that shows that you are only interested in pleasure and money. Mind you, these are things that are only on this earth. So essentially what Jesus is saying, take heed to yourselves that you not be overpowered by temptations nor betrayed by your own corruptions. This is a quote from Richard Sibbs in his Josiah's Reformation um, series. It's in the first one called The Tender Heart. It says, Therefore, we are bidden to take heed that our hearts be not overcome with drunkenness and the cares of this life, for these will make a man to be insensible of spiritual things. We must cut ourselves short in the use of created things. And in this chapter, he speaks about the immoderate use um, well, in that section, he talks about the immoderate use of the things of this world, which so easily entrap us and so easily um, cause our hearts to no longer be tender towards God and towards the things of God, causing us to be insensible to spiritual things. So we must take heed lest our heart be overcharged or burdened or so unable or unfit to do what must be done in preparation for death, for judgment, and for the return of our Lord and Savior. This means that we should avoid immoderate use of food and drink, which is a burden to our heart. It makes us dull and lifeless in our duty. It stupefies our conscience, and it causes us to be affected with things that are most affecting. It causes us to be insensible to spiritual things, to the things of God, to prayer, studying the scriptures, meditating on the beauty and glory of God. It also includes um, abstaining from inordinate pursuit of good things of this world. We must not be overcharged with the cares of this life because they stupefy the senses. They make the mind dull and heavy and they make it unfit for spiritual, make us unfit for spiritual and religious exercises such as reading reading the word of God, meditation and prayer. Our Christian life is based on the word of God and prayer, our communication to God and his communication to us. So if we are so clouded and overtaken by temptations and sin and corruptions and things of this world and meat and drink, we are not sensible to those things which are necessary for our Christian life. Our caution against sin and our caution of the cares of this world, um, against the cares of this world, our caution and our care for our own souls must be constant. Our aim should be that we are found accounted worthy to escape all of these things. We must be clothed and hidden in the righteousness of Christ. We must be attending to Christ as our master. Um, We need to be found fully 
assured that God's work of grace is being done in us, resulting in further sanctification unto glorification, in which we will be perfected. Our aim should be to keep a guard upon ourselves. We should watch against sin, watch to every duty, and to the improvement of every opportunity of doing good. We must be awake and keep awake in expectation of our Lord's return, that we might be in a right frame to receive him and bid him to welcome that is the focus and hope of our christian life the return of christ and anything in our lives that is causing that to not be of sense in our life anything that is causing that to not be an importance in our life we must keep watch of our souls and we must abstain from those things we must take note and take heed of these things and i really believe that's why the lord joins fasting and prayer in the scriptures um, so another aim, we should be keeping our communion with God, praying always, being always in a habitual disposition to that duty, praying upon every occasion. What is Jesus saying our action should be? As I just said, watch and pray, making sure that those twos are, are always together, making it a constant business of our life to pray and talk to the Lord. We must watch against every sin, snare, and temptation, particularly against these things, even um, surfeiting drunkenness and worldly cares, we should pray continually for the fresh supplies of grace. That is why the writer of Hebrews in chapter 12 verses 1 through 2 says, Since we have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith so in jesus saying watch yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life and that they come upon you suddenly like a trap jesus is essentially saying we must take heed that our hearts be not overcome with drunkenness and the cares of this world we must cut ourselves short in the use of created things we cannot and we should not um, make this earth our portion the only portion we should have is god he is the portion jesus should be our portion and when jesus is our portion this is when we find much more victory over our sin so we must not make this earth our portion and we must expect it and and we must prepare to meet our god what are consistent christian practices that help us to take heed of these things and to watch ourselves um fasting and although it's not commanded of us it is a very useful and helpful practice in the christian life the purpose for fasting is for renewed reliance upon god and taking our eyes off of the things of this world and turning our attention to christ i have found great delight in practicing fasting this starting this year um it wasn't something that i had done normally but just in january alone i've been able to fast a couple of times and really just sit in the scriptures and pray and let my mind become uncluttered from all thoughts and opinions and all things of the world just to meditate on god and i realized that by doing that i'm allowing myself to not be burdened and um uh, ensnared by the things of this world or the things that cause me to fall into sin so easily we must lay aside everything 
that doesn't help us run this Christian race as our eyes are being set on Jesus. Another consistent practice of our life should be prayer. Fasting and prayer should always be together. You can't just have fasting without prayer. It's not fasting without prayer. We fast for the purpose of reliance upon God. And we need prayer in the word in doing so. We must be in the pray we must be in prayer. We must be in the scriptures. Um and as I talked about in one of my episodes or probably in one of my future episodes I talked about periodic retreats where you're just taking a day at least once a month or once every two weeks to do nothing but pray and read the scriptures all day um, just allowing the presence of God to to just be with you so much through the scriptures your mind completely becoming uncluttered and disconnected with the things of this world so that you can meditate on God and what his word is saying and what he's revealing to you through the text so in Jesus saying watch yourselves lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the cares of this life and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap we don't want to be caught by surprise We should prepare every day to meet our God, praying that we will be found worthy to escape the wrath that is to come. And we know that we won't experience it when we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ through the salvation that God has offered us. But we should watch ourselves, make sure that we are not indulging ourselves in the cares of this world, indulging ourselves in the drunkenness of this life, um, indulging ourselves in things that cause us to be spiritually insensible of the things of God Um, so we must watch ourselves and with that being said do whatever it is that you have to do to take yourself away from this world daily separate yourself shut out the world and be in the scriptures and pray daily do whatever it is that you have to do to make yourself sensible to the things of God I'll read it one more time. Luke chapter 21, verse 34. Jesus says, But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. Have a blessed day. Grace, peace, and love.